This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to pain.tv slash gold. My name is Dustin Gold, and you are listening to the Dustin Gold Standard. Episode 153, part five, ladies and gentlemen. All right, let's take a look. We're back at Forbes.com, and this is Amazon's AWS is earning more and more and more. Now, remember, this is written for investors, but we're picking up a lot of intelligence by reading this article because I'm trying to explain to you how this thing works, how the Internet works, you know, what this is all about, who's in control of it. It doesn't just exist. It didn't just come out of nowhere. We've explained to you the origins of the Internet itself in past episodes, so I don't really want to get into all that today, but it came from the state. All right, it came from the precursor to uh, DARPA. But it says right here, Amazon's AWS is earning more and more and more. Amazon is not the only company running a cloud service, as we brought up in the past articles. You have Google, Microsoft, Alibaba, IBM, and other tech giants are all duking it out for a slice of this lucrative business. But Amazon is the biggest and most feature-rich of the competitors folks says today amazon controls 33 percent of the market again this is six months after covid land the high school theater production kicked off in december 2020 says amazon controls 33 percent of the market leaving its closest competitors microsoft second with 18 percent and google third with nine percent far behind in the dust that means nearly one third of the internet is running on amazon's aws And it doesn't appear that Amazon will step down from its cloud throne anytime soon. Amazon's sales from AWS soared 10 times in the past six years. And last year, Amazon reported a bigger sales gain from AWS, dollar-wise, than any other cloud company. All right, here's the main takeaway for investors. And we'll wrap up this article. It says, if you're looking into Amazon stock, don't get caught up in the online shopping fuss. For years, AWS has been the linchpin of Amazon's business. And this invisible side of Amazon is where Amazon's largest gears turn. All right, so it's Amazon controlling the internet, folks. Uh, Problem is AWS is like a black box. Amazon reports very little on its operations. So if you want to dig deeper, you'll have to do your own research. You'll have to weigh a couple of risks before putting your money into Amazon stock. Um, One, Amazon's AWS business is facing an antitrust probe from the U.S. government. Uh, Number two, Amazon has nearly doubled this year. It's not uncommon for such geyser-like stocks to take a breather somewhere down the line. Number three, Microsoft and Google are catching up to Amazon with their competing cloud services, which should be on your radar. So other than that, Amazon's an outstanding stock, killing it in one of the most lucrative businesses on the planet, and it's proven to be resilient to COVID, whose spread could hit the markers again. 
Stay uh, ahead with the big picture. All right, so there's the point, right? And and this is true, and I didn't want to go into all the details on this show about how AWS works. But uh, this author here has the right idea that Amazon Web Services basically operates like the operating system for the Internet. Now, I want to go over to the next article here. Uh, This is voanews.com, and I'm going to use this as a teaching moment, folks. I've wanted to work this into a show, and since they've got a great article here called Here's Where the Internet Actually Lives, let me just tell you a little bit about this. We're going to take a break from technology for a moment. VOA, which is Voice of America, I don't know if you folks know this, but since we talk about propaganda and official narrative and stuff on this show quite a bit i might as well use this as an opportunity to tell you who voa is because you're going to see voa come up quite a bit if you're someone who likes to do research even president donald trump would retweet articles from voa back when he had a twitter account when he was the president and never put a disclaimer on there telling you who and what voa is uh steve bannon who was chief strategist for the trump administration who runs a show that often lifts information from my show and mike moore's show and others that we know without actually giving us a plug or credit or inviting us onto their shows steve bannon is on last i checked america's voice america's voice is owned by a really shady dude And America's Voice, when they first launched, was actually feeding all their articles over from Voice of America, which I found to be quite interesting because America's Voice was promoting itself as some big conservative, freedom-loving, patriotic outlet back three, four, five, six years ago. And they were starting to gather a bunch of conservative influencers on Twitter and giving them shows on their network, yet they were feeding VOA news into their website, never explaining why. In fact, America's Voice had reached out to an outfit I was working with, an independent outlet back 2017, 2018, uh, 2019, leading up to COVID Land, the high school theater production, we did a mini series, a mini documentary series on the border. And they were interested in getting involved with that. And that's why I started doing research on America's Voice. And I found the very shady owner of that company tried to figure out how anyone would give this guy investment dollars with a record like his. And then found that they were in some sort of a media partnership with Voice of America. So before I read this article, I will will disclose to you who Voice of America uh, is. And I, I, again, it's, it's just a great teaching moment, folks. Let's look at this. Voice of America, we're over at Wikipedia here. Uh, founded in February 1942, 81 years ago. It says right here, Voice of America, VOA, or VOA with a lowercase o, is the state-owned news network an international radio broadcaster of the United States of America. It is the largest and oldest U.S.-funded international broadcaster. 
VOA produces digital TV and radio content in 48 languages, which it distributes to affiliate stations around the world. Its targeted and primary audience is non-American. VOA was established in 1942, and VOA Charter, uh, under Public Laws 94-350 and 103-415, was signed into law in 1976 by President Gerald Ford. Voice of America is headquartered in Washington, D.C., and overseen by the United States Agency for Global Media, an independent agency of the United States government. How is that independent? Uh, Funds are appropriated annually under the budget for embassies and consulates. As of 2022, VOA has a weekly worldwide audience of approximately 326 million, up from 236 million in 2016, and employs 961 staff with an annual budget of $252 million. While Voice of America is seen by many listeners as having a positive impact, it also serves U.S. diplomacy. Um, Current languages. The Voice of America website had five English-language broadcasters as of 2014. Uh, Worldwide, learning English, Cambodia, Zimbabwe, and Tibet. Additionally, the VOA website has versions in 47 foreign languages. Radio programs are marked with an R, TV programs with a T, and like so it goes through this whole list. There's about uh, four, yeah, there's 47 of these, all these different countries and stuff. Uh, the number of languages varies according to the priorities of the United States government in the world situation. I haven't said it yet, folks, but Are you understanding what we're dealing with here? Again, President Trump was retweeting Voice of America articles throughout his presidency without telling folks. I mean, this was the guy who was up against the deep state. Uh, Steve Bannon contracted under America's Voice, which had a media partnership with VOA and never disclosed what VOA actually was. I don't know. Let's look at the history briefly. It says American private shortwave broadcasting before world war ii before world war ii all american shortwave stations were in private hands privately controlled shortwave networks included the national broadcasting company's international network or white network which broadcast in six languages the columbia broadcasting systems latin american international network which consisted of 64 stations located in 18 countries the Crosley Broadcasting Corporation in Cincinnati, Ohio, and General Electric, which owned and operated WGEO and WGEA, both based in Schenectady, New York, and KGEI in San Francisco, all of which had shortwave transmitters. Experimental programming began in the 1930s, but there were fewer than 12 transmitters in operation. In 1939, the Federal Communications Commission set the following policy. A licensee of international broadcast station shall render only an international broadcast service which will reflect the culture of this country and which will promote international goodwill, understanding, and cooperation. Any program solely intended for and directed to an audience in the continental United States does not meet the requirements for this service. The policy was intended to enforce the State Department's good neighbor policy, But some broadcasters felt that it was an attempt to direct 
censorship. Well, yeah, of course it was. Shortwave signals to Latin America were regarded as vital to counter Nazi propaganda around 1940. Initially, the Office of Coordination of Information sent releases to each station, but this was seen as an inefficient means of transmitting news. The director of Latin America Relations at the Columbia Broadcasting System was Edmund A. Chester, and he supervised the development of CBS's extensive La Cadena de las Americanas radio network to improve broadcasting to South America during the 1940s. All right, so this goes on here, folks. And then it goes through World War II, and then this goes down into the cold war we'll talk about that momentarily again i'm just doing this as a teaching moment in full disclosure before i use an article from voice of america you should at least know what voice of america is ladies and gentlemen i am the voice of a post america i am dustin gold i'll be right back this is the dustin gold standard right here on pain.tv slash gold you're listening to the dustin gold standard on pain.tv Join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Dustin Gold Standard right here on pain.tv slash gold. My name is Dustin Gold, and I'm just quickly explaining to you what uh, Voice of America is, folks. I figured it would be a great uh, teaching moment. As Maria Albanese, co-host of the Thomas Paine podcast on Fridays, likes to call it teaching moment. I'm not going to go through all of this here. I mean, we should do a whole show on Voice of America one day, but you go through World War II here and old Will, uh, William J. Donovan, Wild Bill. Remember him from the uh, OSS, Office of Strategic Services? We covered that here on this show because of dr henry murray the professor at harvard who played around with ted kaczynski the unabomber's mind uh ran the assessment of men program underneath old wild bill here so anyway voa let's just office of war information when organized in the middle of 1942 officially took over voa's operations and so they were broadcasting uh information in and around uh, Germany. Then in the Cold War, the VOA ramped up its operations uh, to increase its influence. So you can go through this and see what they did, uh, you know, to, to fight, you know, supposedly fight communism. Uh, then the post-Cold War uh, VOA expanded under the Clinton administration in 93. Um they started to uh, cut some of the funding for Radio Free Europe and Radio Liberty. Those were all coming out of Voice of America. Um, they started to cut their services, uh, but then they came back. And eventually now it's just broadcast here into the United States. Let's just look at this real quick under agencies. It says, Voice of America has been a part of several agencies. From its founding in 1942 to 1945, it was part of the Office of War Information. And then from 45 to 53, as a function of the State Department, VOA was placed under the U.S. Information Agency in 1953. When the USIA was abolished in 1999, VOA was placed under the BBG, that's the uh, Broadcasting Board of Governors, 
which is autonomous U.S. government agency with bipartisan membership. The Security of State has a seat on the BBG. The BBG was established as a buffer to protect VOA and other U.S.-sponsored non-military international broadcasters from political interference. It replaced the Board for International Broadcasting that oversaw the funding and operation of Radio Free Europe and Radio Liberty, a branch of VOA. So for you folks who have not figured this out, the VOA is the voice of the CIA, the intelligence community. Voice of America was our giant propaganda arm. Now, we've talked a little bit about this on the show, but I might as well put it in here for you. The Smith-Munt Act, which many of you know, Smith-Munt, M-U-N-D-T Act, from 1948 until its amendment in 2013, Voice of America was forbidden to broadcast directly to American citizens under 501 of the Smith-Munt Act. The act was amended as a result of passing the Smith-Munt Modernization Act, provision of the National Defense Authorization Act for 2013. This happened under Barack Obama. Yes, it did. Let me be clear. Uh, The Voice of America is a wonderful organization. Uh, From the cornfields of Iowa to the front porches of Des Moines, we listen to the Voice of America. It goes on to say the intent of the legislation in 1948 was to protect the American people uh, from propaganda actions by their own government to have no competition with private American companies. The amendment had the intent of adapting to the Internet and allow American citizens to request access to VOA content. So if you go and read what happened with the smith Modernization Act of 2013, you'll see that they uh, were talking about, well, with satellite and broadcast Internet and everything else, we can no longer separate this information from getting into the hands of the American people. So we're just going to make it legal, and now people can opt into it. Well, they can't opt into it, folks, because I was doing research and Googling about who controls the Internet today, and the VOA article pops up, and I said to myself, oh, this is hilarious. And as I told you, America's Voice that Steve Bannon is with was affiliated with VOA. They were funneling all the VOA articles on to their Website Now, I'm not going to go through any more of this. Uh, I will show you um, just this quickly. Uh, This is just a quick little article here. On um, en.ultimasnoticas.com. And this article here is, The Voice of America was born as the voice of the CIA. Written in July 2020. said, recently the President of the Republic, Nicolas Maduro, denounced that the government of the United States is executing a media campaign against Venezuela, quote, in order to discredit our country with lies and deceit, end quote. In this regard, she pointed out to the Voice of America that the U.S. government's radio, television, and web service of being in charge of implementing this media plan that Abrams announced on July 11th under the premise of communications offensive. What is the VOA? It defines itself as, quote, an international service of diffusion of multiple media. The service is responsible for clearly presenting the policies of the United States to the world and being a reliable source of news, end quote. 
The first steps towards its birth are taken in 1941, before the United States entered the Second World War, when the Franklin D. Roosevelt government created the Foreign Broadcasting Information Service as part of a program belonging to the Science and Technology Direction of the Office of Strategic Services, today the CIA, the Central Intelligence Agency. So, it says here, its objective was the creation of content to promote information and propaganda about the model of progress that was on the rise in North American nation, product of the New Deal. Its first targets were Europe and Asia, continents that were submerged in conflict and where the post-war global balance would be redefined. Now, I want to tie this in because we're sitting here unraveling technocracy and explaining how the whole internet operates. It's very important there because when we do future research into VOA, we're going to be looking into its promotion of the New Deal, which we know the New Deal, led up by FDR's brain trust, headed up by a guy named Rexford Guy Tugwell, who was a big friend of the eugenicists and the technocrats operating out of Columbia University at the time the technocracy incorporated was growing there. Right, So we went out, we're promoting the New Deal. I know the New Deal was the kickoff to worldwide technocracy in the United States. It assigned everyone with a number, the Social Security number. And at the same time, we know the Marshall Plan was going on where we were going out ready to spread post-war policies in Europe, which was bringing in America mass production and mass uh, consumption models. We did this in cooperation with the World Bank, the International Monetary Fund, Bank for International Settlements. And this is how we went in and took control of everything. At the same time, as we've covered here in great detail, we were developing the World Constitution. We had the World Federalist Society. We, the United States, were in charge of setting up the world government, the technocracy. And VOA played a major part in this. Um, so we, we don't need to go any further into this article. I just wanted to set the stage for you so you understand what Voice of America is because I'm about to just review this article called Here's Where the Internet Actually Lives. And I figured, what the hell? It was a good time to talk a little Voice of America, a little CIA for you, a little history, a little teaching moment, a little bit of Trump, who was promoting VOA, a little bit of Steve Bannon, who works for America's Voice, that had a partnership, maybe they still do, with Voice of America. Who knows? Because with the Smith Modernization Act, they are, the government, the state, the CIA, the intelligence apparatus, are allowed to propagandize us at all times. You ask yourself, all these influencers, who's funding them? You know, people like Peter Thiel that are funneling money into certain organizations, certain media outlets, certain supposed independent media. He's funding Spotify. He's funding Rumble. CIA, Peter Thiel, we know Palantir was created with CIA money through their venture firm uh, in QTEL. So now the government is allowed to legally propagandize you. Not that they weren't doing it before, but now it's much easier. And then they all have all these puppet front men like Peter Thiel just dumping money. People like Steve Bannon dumping money into the independent media circles controlling influencers. So who knows what's real and not real anymore? Who knows what's controlled opposition? Who knows what's misinformation and disinformation? Because we're legally allowed to propagandize everyone. All right, folks. Just... Figured I'd put it out there, uh, food for thought, 
as we go deeper into this discussion on how the internet actually works, we're going to start to break down these data centers for you. I'll be right back. This is Dustin Gold with the Dustin Gold Standard right here on pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv. Join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold. 